Thank you for listening to this talk, produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Welcome and thank you very much for being here. I'd just like to acknowledge that we are here on the lands of the Kaurna people and I'd like to pay our respect to their elders, to the past elders, to the present elders and to the future generation of young people coming up to be the elders of tomorrow. I'm here today um, to welcome, we've got Vita, Mundichna, Gurungara, Beck and Denise all here from the print space in Yakala and Will Stubbs and they're going to talk to you about the wonderful print space which is the longest running printmaking studio in an art centre in Australia and these people are responsible for the prints that you see on the walls here and if you're interested in seeing more you can look on their website they're absolutely phenomenal the way that they can print the work of artists of their own and to addition works and, and enable them to be for sale at very, very reasonable prices. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah, so I'm Beck and I work at Pokorarange Moka with Vita Meimaru, Mundachno, Monongor, Gotenara Yunapingu. So Mundachno and Guti work with Mulka, but they also do prints with Bitha in the print space. And um, yeah, I'll pass you on to Bitha just to explain a little bit about what print space is. Yeah, um, hello, my name is Bitha Maimu, and I work there for, I started there is nearly two years now, but this is my three years, and so I'm new, and um, I love to working at Prince Space, and I really enjoy it, and as you can see my print over there, of my portrait, and also my photos on the right there. Mm. Yeah, um, in print space, I love to work for printing, liner cut, etching, screen printing, hot block, and color graph. Like, um, Some of the staff they came and visited us to do workshop with us, like for the mainly for the um, color graph and etchings. And also we do helping all the old ladies, Nyapsi, Nongiringa Marawili, and Morkon with Panda to do the to do some printing for them and help them to what they want to do to paint 
Yeah, I love to work in print space in Yirkara. Thank you. And this is uh, Denise Silvestro, who's worked a bit at Prince Base, and I'll just pass on to her. Hi, um, welcome everybody. Thank you all for being here. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we're meeting and all the other traditional owners and other Aboriginal people from all over Australia. It's great to be mixing with everybody. Um, I um, actually did a thesis on uh, Yungal printmaking, the development of the print space at Yerkala. And I'm also the chair of Art Back NT, which is at the moment touring the, um, a ex wonderful exhibition of 95 prints. It uh, started in 2015 celebrating uh, 15 years of continuous printmaking at the print space at Yerkala. And it's still touring at the moment to great acclaim throughout the eastern states. Uh, and it's celebrating, as I said, the, it's still the um, longest, it's now, what, 20, nearly 25 years that it's been um, established and continuously printmaking. So it's unique in Australia in that sense. Um, just a little bit of history of the print space. It was very much driven by the women it gave the women back in the... Um, it was, in fact, we've got Stephen Fox here today, who was the art centre manager who uh, applied for a grant to have the uh, a special space for printmaking at the art centre. And the women were very much behind getting a print space happening. Um, they were used very much to carving artefacts. And he recognised the skill they had in carving, which could be applied to woodblock and lino cut. Um, printmaking and when they got the grant in 1995 um, Basil Hall printmaker who's actually sitting here in the audience was invited to help them set up the print space and some of the um, artists here their grandmothers and aunties were the first printmakers who were taught printmaking by Basil and continued the printmaking and it's unique in the sense that the artists are actually trained on site. As Bithar said, they often get visiting printmakers like Basil and Sean Smith and some international printmakers who go along to run workshops to teach them new techniques. And they are constantly trying new, new ways of printmaking. And they're amazingly creative and inventive in what they do. Um, and it's wonderful that the young people are continuing. And at the moment, Bithar is working there with uh, Rebecca Munyungu, who, who started there as a 16-year-old. The school uh, approached the art centre to run some workshops for the young people, to re-engage them and get them involved. And some of these young people who ran, attended these workshops as 16-year-old students ended up wanting to work at the art centre and young um, Manungo, and now she's, what, 24, and she's actually managing the print space. So it's, it's one of those wonderful stories of you know, what can be achieved in these places. Um, I don't know what else you want me to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mundach, did you have anything you wanted to mention about print space? Because you work in Mulka mostly, but you often go to print space to do... Printing. Is there something special that you like about the print space? 
works for um, print space. It's different when you learn, and we help our students when they come from school, and we teach them, like Peter needs help become me to help Peter, and help the students when they come, tell them, and work with them, and teach them others, um, like face making and prints. And yeah, and other thing like baking experience in there. Hmm. No. I just, I just thought every year the um, they focus on a particular project is to create a, a suite of prints to um, exhibit at the annual Gama Festival. I don't know if any of you have ever been up there. But the Arts Centre have what they call the Gapan Gallery, at, which is an open air. It's a beautiful thing to see. The prints are hung on trees in the, in, out in the bush. And it's called the Gapan Gallery because the tree trunks are painted with the white clay, which is called Gapan. So it, it's quite a spectacular sight to see. But each year they focus on printing a, a series of uh, prints for exhibition at the Gapban Gallery and often they choose a theme or they might have a technique that they focus on and I think this year it was on uh, collagraphs which were an amazing advancement in that they're quite large. They're not these that size, they're actually probably twice the size of these magnificent collagraphs that they've um, produced for this year's um, Gapban Gallery. Yeah. I mean, is there any questions at all that anyone has about the print space or...? Yeah, so, so I work at the Mulka project with Kotanara Mundachno Ishmael Marika, who isn't here today, but um, we've got also Wukun Wanambi, who has work downstairs also. Um, yeah, and Joseph Brady, who's the program director of the Mulka Project, and Arian Pearson, who runs the music space. So Mulka basically 
at its origin is the media archive where we store all of the digital information that's been collected since like the 1930s and actually maybe even back to the 1920s for some audio. Um, so we have like an audio archive, a video archive and an image archive that um, we take care of, which um, uh, that is also publicly accessible to the community. Um, I, Wundachno, did you want to do a little bit of a talk about Mulka as well? Because even in just sort of explaining what Mulka means, like the meaning of Mulka. Mulka, it means um, when we hold all the old pictures and old videos from 1950 or 1935 videos and and pictures. Uh, yeah, that's the Mulkas mean. And I work for Mulka and I'm I'm the filmmaker of Mulka. And yeah, I work edited videos and and we make um yeah so so we have public access to all this old footage and sound and images yeah. for the young all to access but we are continuing to also collect information so Guti and Mundachno often go out to homelands to film ceremony which then we bring back to Mulka and they edit it together into films, which then we put back into the archive so people can come and look at it. So we have a space called the Yalo, which is the nest, where young people, old people, all Yungo can come and watch. But then they also bring in USB sticks and they can take home these films. And which also means that people from the homelands who come can bring in USB sticks or hard drives to take films out into the bush where they can watch with their family and just to carry on all of that information that's being held in these films and in this manakeh to teach to the next generation, just to keep all that information safe yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I'll just pass you on to Will Stubbs. He works at Pukulange Muka. <laughs> and he can't keep his mouth shut. But I just such a great opportunity today to celebrate the Prince Base. Um, and grateful to Nikki, Lisa and Rana. This is a really special room. And it's very hard to give you the sense of energy of these spunky young people who aren't here with us today. We've only got one spunky young person here with us. Um, but these guys, and uh, R&B is pumping. 
So Pukuo is like a little ecosystem and it has lots of these different sections. There's the Moka, there's the music studio, there's the wanky art dudes, and there's a team of eight young, getting on to be old now, we all are, uh, men who get into the bush every day. You see some of it up on this screen here. They're a unit to themselves, and then there's the print space. And when Nikki and Lisa suggested trying to recreate the print space in Adelaide, I just was pretty underwhelmed by the concept because you can't do it. Um, it's such a worthy thing to do, but they have done it. The vibe in here is lively, and if you come in here when the kids, the little kids are practicing their creativity and the R&B is pumping. It's not the print space, but the vibe is here and I'm so grateful, you know, for their vision in celebrating these young people. Um, and Bitter is uh, a key part of this. Are there any printmakers in the house? He said, knowing that at least one person would put his hand up. There's a couple there, three. For okay, so the life of the lonely printmaker is something that you can never really understand. And we're not talking about the artists who make the prints, we're talking about the unseen hand that has to register every single one of the 30 pieces of paper as it goes through every single stage perfectly. And it might be the humidity in the room. It might be the pressure on the press. It might be the little kids running in and out, fiddling with the wheels. It doesn't matter what it is, there's some unseen force that is always fighting against you being able to get those bits of paper to line up. I should say, I'm not a printmaker. I can't print it. But I'm in awe of these guys. And uh, actually, Basil, who is here, who's a key figure in the establishment of the Art Centre along with Andrew and Diane Blake and printmakers Marniela Munungur and Mrs Munungur who's passed away and a succession of people who've handed down their knowledge without going to a course, without getting a degree, without getting a certificate just in the Yongo kinship way of sharing and teaching not teaching by lecturing but teaching by showing teaching by giving the person who's learning the responsibility early, not waiting until you've talked yourself hoarse and then watching over their shoulder, but just throwing them the ball and seeing how they go. And it's mindless, repetitive, frustrating, tortuous task. If I could give any young person advice, do not become a printmaker. And these guys, so, you know, one, I thought it would be a bad idea to reproduce the print space. Second bad idea of mine was when we lost Cade MacDonald, who you'll see floating around, who's another key partner of ours, and his wife Annie Studd, who should be here. Um, you know, I was in my repetitive framework of thinking, oh, well, we must get a non-Indigenous person to run the print space now. And Edwina Circuit, who came in to be my colleague in the wanky art side, said, well, yeah, no, nah, maybe not. 
And I just went, okay, well, she doesn't know what she's um, And over time, no one replaced Annie as the coordinator of the print space. And then over time, I noticed with my acute managerial skill that <laughs> over here was running the print space. And that's three years ago now. And every day in every way, this young lady over here is running this print space, which we can't describe to you, but we can show you what they produce 800 kilometers from Darwin in the center of the universe, not in the remote areas of Sydney or Melbourne. And I remember at one point uh, we were rushing to get a set of 30 works ready, that's 30 works times 30, that's 900 bits of paper that might go through five processes, that might be 4,500 half an hour at a time rubbing the ink into the lino, 4,500 times 30 minutes. You're getting the idea. And uh, at early in the piece I said to Basil, who sometimes does some printing for us in clutch situations, okay, you take these eight, we'll take these 22. And I checked in with him about four months later and I said, okay, we're going all right, how are you going? And he said, oh, mate, I just can't get a printmaker at the moment. I said, what are you talking about? We've, we've got these teenage and young 20-year-old people. We're, we've done our 22. You've done four. You live in a big city. You're part of the industrial military complex. Can you not? And he said, well, what you don't understand is that art students of today would prefer to write an essay about an unmade bed. Nobody's stupid enough to do printmaking anymore. Uh, you guys actually have a hold on the printmaking talent in the country. You have the resource. We don't have the resource anymore. And I was so proud. And whilst we can't summon up the, the spirit of the print space in its entirety, it's a beautiful opportunity today to celebrate Munichmore. Um, because we had a beautiful photographer, Rhett Hamilton, come in with the concept of showing these beautiful people as heroic as they are. Um, but Monikmore was away that day, and so the word came back, look, there's an extra space, could you get a photo of Monikmore? And I go, well, look, she's nine and a half months pregnant. <laughs> I just don't want to do it to her, you know. And then... Bitter must have heard the conversation. Bitter got to Monaco and 4.45 on a Friday, Monaco walks in. We quickly throw a bit of white behind her. We take a photo. And the next morning at 11 o'clock, Melody is born. <laughs> Just following on from what Will was saying about how amazingly creative and innovating the young people are, uh, when Annie Studd was working there, it's a similar story of what you just told, they were doing a screen printing workshop um, with Sean Smith had come up to teach some of, teach some of them uh, printmaking, uh, the screen printing technique. And Sean had just presumed that 
most of them had done screen printing before and he was in, you know, working with them. And one of the young artists asked him a question and he said, but, but you've done this before, haven't you? And he's, they said, no, we've never done it before. And he was absolutely amazed at how they just took it on and went with it. And then Annie had to go away, talking about printing editions, she had to go away and they had about 30 sets of prints to edition and she said, well, we've got to get going with it. Can you, the group of kids who were working there, can you do some of the printing? And she was hoping they'd get at least two of the, the, the sets out and she said she got back a week later and they had printed them all. <laughs> she was gobsmacked at just what they'd achieved. And these are young people who really hadn't been printing for very long. But I also just wanted to mention how the Mulka Centre inspires a lot of the printing that they do. Um, a lot of the, the young people, as, as they've said, hang out at the Mulka Centre, look at the old archives. And one of the young artists, DJ Marika, found a, a beautiful photograph of his grandfather, Wanjak Marika. And Wanjak was standing there, it was it's a pose, holding some handmade string in his hand. And DJ was inspired to create this absolutely beautiful screen print. He had a photograph of himself in the same pose as his grandfather, but he was wearing his headphones and he had the string from his grandfather and the string from his headphone connecting each other. And he said, I'm connected to my grandfather through all those decades. So they're often inspired by a lot of the things they see in the Mulka Centre.